Hello and welcome to Uncle Dad Talks. That song you just heard is Game Boy by Skurzik. Now, that song you can get uh, exclusively at our great partners, Soundstripe. And uh, Mike, go ahead and tell them where they can, uh, how they can save 10% on their first month subscription. I believe, if my memory serves me correct, in my next year of life, it's Uncle Dad Talks 10. That is correct. You see, you All still right. got it, bro. You still got it. Yeah. You're not, uh, you're not, some, you're not, you're not out some, yet. Uh, mush, reishi mushroom capsule. Nice. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, I've been taking a lot of Ritalin, so. Oh. <laughs> different, right. uh, di- different party over here. Whatever, uh, but of, whatever works. <laughs> of course. Uh, but of course, yes. Yeah, so go to soundstripe.com, use promo code UncleDadTalks10 to save 10% off your first month subscription. And the best part of Soundstripe is, of course, being able to use any of this music on uh, on their massive library. Use that music and place it in any one of your content, any any type of your content. So if you make if you make streaming videos, uh, porno videos, <laughs> uh, action movies, whatever it may be, rapping, you uh, singing, you can put that all in. You can get any of your music you need right there. Plus, you can get SFX as well and other great sounds. Uh, so soundstripe.com promo code UncleDadTalks10. Oh, that was the first Soundstripe ad of 2021. Now we just got to do. Uh, how many weeks in a year again? 52. Yeah, 52 more of those. Or 51 more of those. <laughs> you did great. Or, yeah. uh, thank you. Thank you. I still got it, right? It's been well. Uh, yeah. We have a very interesting episode uh, lined up here. We are going to talk about a, a bunch of different things. We're going to do some uh, some comic books, of course, comic book movies. Uh, talk about the future, uh, or sorry, the what we have planned for 2021 of Uncle Dad Talks. Maybe spring some ideas on Mike. Because that's what I like to do, yeah, and just uh, yeah, and just other uh, other uh, other topics. But there is a major topic that we're going to cover uh, cover first. And for those who have may have noticed, and maybe if you have or have not, that's totally fine. Me and Mike have been out of commission for a while. Uh, we, this is our first episode of 2021, and let's be honest, we're already what? How many weeks in? Uh, three weeks in. <laughs> Is it been that long already? <laughs> it's been, yeah. I mean, and, and technically our last episode was really our, our amazing episode with Keith Knight. That Keith Knight one was probably one of my, that's the episode I'm going to hold very dear to my heart. It was a great experience. Uh, but yes, please go listen to that. Um, but yeah, since then I did a recap, uh, like an end of year recap with like, it was pretty cool. We used all the music that we put in uh, the beginning of our shows and we we play them in their full length. So kind of like a little radio show, uh, but celebrating these artists. It was great. Uh, and I'm recapping Mike because I know he hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> right, right. And there's you a reason why. Blank stare that I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to shake your head and go, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> and the reason why that is, it's pretty. It's a pretty crazy one. Uh, Uncle Dad, myself, and the beloved Mike Hampton, both – uh, unfortunately got the, uh, we got the clap. No, uh, we got COVID. <laughs> uh, yes, me and, me and Mike, Mike, Mike and the not so funky bunch got the COVID. Uh, we want to talk about that really fast. Kind of maybe add perspective to it. Maybe you're non-believer or maybe you think it's not as serious or whatever it may be. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're open here. We don't really we want to be honest with the audience, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, so yeah, Mike, let's go ahead and just talk about that. COVID, what a fucking ride that was. It was a horrible ride. One of the worst rides that I have ever taken, and definitely do not want to take that ride again. No. <laughs> no. Uh, now, now, I will be honest, I was a little more fortunate. 
And then Mike, um, I didn't get as severe symptoms. Uh, to be honest with you, when you hear that um, COVID is a mixed bag, that is such a true statement because it is, I mean, it was a whole different experience for me than it was for Mike. So for me, I only had to deal with very bad congestion in my front um, sinus area. And then I dealt with real bad fatigue. I remember the first three days I would wake up and I was just like, oh man, I, did, I just couldn't even keep my eyes open. I just wanted to stay asleep. It, it was tough. Uh, but you had a, a very different experience because that's really more or less what I dealt with. Every now and then I dealt with a headache, but not that bad. Uh, so Mike, I'm curious to hear about yours. Yeah, mine hit. Um, I took a COVID test and when I got the result, I was almost in a bit of disbelief. Like I didn't want to actually believe it to be true. And I felt I felt okay, but it was almost right after I knew that I was positive for COVID. Um, within a couple of hours, I've already started to feel the slide of just feeling like I was sick. And then by the that evening, I was down like my head. The headache I had was, I guess I've never had a migraine, but I would say it would probably be the equivalent of a migraine. I could, couldn't even think straight and um, I couldn't even sleep because the headache was so bad and I was so tired. My body felt tired, like sick, tired, but I couldn't sleep because the, the headache was just was too much. Yeah. Yeah. The way you said uh, about the migraines, so I used to get very bad migraines growing up, like real bad ones. And honestly, you're dead right because um, when I had got my headaches every now and then, it was like getting a migraine. But for me, it was like in the, just in the front area of my brain. And it was just like, I was like, man, is this a head cold or is this like for real? And it's like, yeah, but instantly I knew I knew what it was. I was like, yep, yeah, this, this is it. I mean, this is this is COVID. And then I, you know, I finally got to get tested and I was like, yep. Yep, I was right, and it was just you're you're just you're so right in the way you described that headache. It's it's like getting a migraine, but but like a migraine you can't even control really, right? Because it's like it, to me it wasn't going down when I would take anything. It didn't go down. Did you take yeah. um? If you don't mind me asking you this, did you take any um like su not supplements but like any sort of other medicines at all? I mean, I took Tylenol, um, but then I would try to take some edibles to help, oh. and and that I couldn't even, they couldn't even feel the effects of them at all wow really I, yeah i think after a few days of this um i finally felt them a little bit but i had to take like four and usually wow. i take one or a half of one and it gets me pretty um, pretty chilling yeah because yeah, yeah, i'm just yeah. sensitive to it but i, I could, didn't it was like nothing i wasn't even taking anything and it wasn't <clears throat> helping me sleep or anything so the, the headache yeah in the front of my head my it made my eyeballs hurt like i could feel the back of my eyeballs yeah, in my wow. head that's how much it was hurting i couldn't think like I, I couldn't even pay attention to what was on the television because it was just all i could think about was holy shit my head hurts yeah, yeah. uh at any point did you feel like did you feel so bad that you think you were going to go to the hospital well, not at that point. That okay. that this was in the be the beginning for me, and um, so I was having the headaches. I did not have a fever at that point. Gotcha. Um, but the and I had a lot of body aches. So like, if I would, all I could do was lay down, <clears throat> and I was, I'd be laying down in the bed, and then on my right side, let's say, and then I'd feel like, oh, I need to move because my right side's starting to hurt, and I would turn over, and as I was turning over, just that whole side I was laying on 
it just felt literally like a truck hit me. Well, I, yeah, I remember you telling me that because I remember texting you during this and you were like, dude, it felt like a, it, it feels like a truck is hitting me. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. But, you know, when you talk about the body aches, uh, totally, because I got that in the beginning as well. And it was like, I got it a lot in my lower half of my body and it felt like my legs just got hit by a truck and I, like, I just couldn't, you know, my, my legs actually felt like I had a tranquilizer in them. Mm. like like i couldn't really like i wanted to get up but like i didn't want really want to you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. <laughs> like it was just too lethargic um yeah you know and to kind of quickly add on what you said about the edibles so i didn't take edibles but you know what i did that i thought helped me out just tremendously i took 18 to 1 ratio uh cbd gel tabs mm. and i'm gonna be honest with you man that really helped mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so for anybody listening, try it. I, I do know there is some caution behind it. Uh, I did some research and apparently it isn't recommended for everybody. So maybe if that is something you try just to be cautious about or do your research or speak to your doctor about it. Yeah. Because I guess uh, the cannabis oil or the cannabis, cannab cannab what's it called? Not cannabis, cannaboid, 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 something like that, right? <laughs> I think you said it right somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I think um, one of those works. One of those, one of those is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, it can. It basically increases. I forgot specifically something in your in your lungs that can can trigger something else. I guess so. That's why you have to be careful. Mm. Depending where you fall on that, yeah. But yeah, it it, it did wonders for me. I mean, I, I think so at least. Uh, or maybe it was just in my head. I don't know. But you know, uh, one of my family members they helped me out with a regimen basically. And what they did for me was they, I was taking a daily regimen of a thousand milligram vitamin C the uh, 1,000 milligram of B12, mucin mucinex 12-hour consistent or whatever it was for my congestion. And then, um, they're not Theraflu, the flu mix. Uh, I do feel like my memory got fucked up, by the way. Mm -hmm. I think I think COVID fucked up my memory because like, I can't remember certain things. <laughs> yeah, that's another uh, thing that, that definitely has been lasting during and since for, for me too. Really? It's just <clears throat> memory, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's like a... The, the congestion at all like really a little bit here and there I, I i think even now i still like have some residual like i don't know phlegm or something but uh overall no yeah i didn't have a, a much of that at all it was for me it was all in my head and my body and wow yeah so it's it, and it's interesting like you said because it, it, it's such a weird virus because it affects everyone so differently so yeah. much so differently Right. Yeah, it's 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 so weird. Um, did you ever get that sensation of like when you would deep when you would take a deep breath like like that you would feel like a cool sensation in your lung? Not a cool, but there there was a time. So so what happened for me was I I felt like I was explaining, and then I felt like I started to get a little better. Like I mm -hmm. oh I'm turning the corner. I'm like gonna start getting better, and then a second wave of it hit. It was like the it was like a like a storm. It was like the eye you hit you hit the eye of the yeah. storm, and it was yeah. like oh it's cool, and then it's yeah. like no it's not. <laughs> and it hit me back hard, and then I got a fever for two days. Wow! And during that time, when I would breathe in really deep, it felt I don't know if it felt like cool, but there it felt like a sharp pain in my chest. Oh really? During that time, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I I had that this cool sensation. It was weird. Like I would breathe in, and it would be like this. Like I don't know how to describe it, but it was a very like weird, cold sensation. Like like it was physically cold when I would when I would uh, take a deep breath. Hmm. It was weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it. I'm glad it's over, uh, as I'm sure you are. 
um, but but so to kind of add to that, uh, you were just telling me off mic, and we can go ahead and talk about it real fast. Is um, you have like a, a like I guess I don't know if you want to call it like residual effect or like a leftover effect. You still get headaches. Yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy, right? It, yeah, it, it. I was, you know, reading a lot about people's, because you know, there's stuff that you can read on the CDC about what what the effects are and the lasting effects and this and that. But like, you know, I was reading in Reddit, I was reading on Twitter th- threads of people that have that have had it, and and people were talking about some of the their things they felt were headaches consistently or stomach problems or. Uh, lower back pain, um, and for me, yeah, pretty much every day I have ha- I have a headache at some point in the day or a majority of the day I deal with a headache, and so I'll take Tylenol. Um, if it's at night, I'll definitely take an edible just to kind of help nice. take that edge off. But it's it sucks, man. It's like this, and this is where I want to say like to those people who are like, oh, it's like the flu. You get sick, you get w- over it, and then you're fine. You don't know that because sure, yeah. I've had, I know other people that have had it and they were down for two days and it's like nothing ever happened to them. But for me, I was down for over two weeks, mm-hmm. which I did not want to be down for over two weeks. Right. Yeah. And still now it's been another, I don't know, week or more. And every day I have a headache and I don't want that. I don't, you know, people, I read on these threads and, and stuff online and people are dealing with it six months after having covid they still have daily headaches wow that doesn't yeah. sound fun at all <laughs> you know, nothing nothing is worth getting this and taking that chance so I, yeah. I just so so mask up mask up and be smart, smart. uh six feet six feet six feet mask don't go to a um, a house party don't go into anything indoors where people are congregating like all that stuff that they say they're saying it for a reason they're not saying it yeah. because there's a conspiracy to keep people from having christmas or or mm-hmm. keep people from whatever i they're just doing it because that's an it's actually yeah a reason to not get covid and yeah. how bad do you not want to get covid is how far how much you should follow those guidelines oh totally uh yeah you are 100 percent right yeah I, I, I honestly i can't even really add to that because you're just right it's just be smart about it like i mean if you're gonna go shopping be smart uh have hand sanitizer with you i would say like you know like like you should sanitize after you go to the store maybe even before you go to the store just be so smart about it i mean mask up really for sure yeah and and, and you know and also too i don't want to make this a bummer episode you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh man, COVID. And we all know COVID sucks. And I know you probably, I know a lot of people probably are so tired of talking about COVID. And I get that. Because I would probably say me me and Mike were also very much like tired of the COVID lifestyle, you know? Um, but it's like, look, now that we've experienced it, it's like, I'm, we're just telling you our story. Hopefully you can take something from that. And if you don't, that's fine too. I mean, you, you, you're, you know, free will, right? Yeah. I mean, any if anything, it's like, look, we went the whole year without catching it and then right at the end of the year boom it hit us both it hit other people that are very close to me and and me <laughs> yeah and yeah. and so we were down and we lost yeah. tons of work i was down for christmas mm-hmm. new year's my birthday 
You were down that's for right. Christmas, New Year's. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I forgot your birthday. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and like, and couldn't. Do oh, let's hold on really quickly, everybody. Just wait if you can go to I, at Mike Hampton Art. Wish him a happy birthday. He just turned twenty nine. That's right. I did. Just twenty nine. Uh, continue, Mike. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, I, it, but it definitely, I would say, in the enlightenment part of this, because I always want to look at what do I learn, what can I learn from this. Sure, experience. you're always gonna find the positivity from the experience. Yeah, and I and I just. I think going the full year and not getting it and not having anyone close to me severely affected. Like I knew people who have had it. I've had friends of friends whose parents have died from it. Um, but like, it wasn't really in my like immediate circle and it made it a lot more real and made me respect it and uh, a lot more and take it a lot more seriously. Um, because when that second wave hit me, when I was in there during yeah. it, I thought, man, I might have to go to the hospital because yeah. this is really bad and I should be getting better by now from what I'm reading. And uh, this is how I'm going to die. This is it from this. Wow. Is, this you is felt that. You honestly felt that? <laughs> that thought went through my head one of those wow. days. Two of those wow. Days. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have known that, man. I would have I would have sent you a virtual cuddle. <laughs> mm. I mean, I, I didn't even want to look at a screen. No, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and like, and like you mentioned too, my memory was gone. So like, it was hard to remember things. It was hard to think of things. Like, I didn't even want to try to have a conversation because it was just like I'd be talking, and then I just lose my train of thought. Dude, I I keep having that problem. That's what I'm noticing a lot. Is like I'll be talking, and I'll be like blah blah blah, blah and then all of a sudden it'll just be like, uh, oh, what was I saying? Like, what was yeah. the, like, where was the path going? Isn't that wild? It's so wild. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but you know, like you said, you got to find the positive things about it. And you know what? I think one of the things that we want, we're going to kind of redo, and we're going to kind of just kind of, if you don't, if, if you don't mind, sir, let's kind of go make this a fun thing now. We're here to have fun, <laughs> we're here to have fun we, now. Yes. We're here to have fun now. So we released your book, your, your latest of the, uh, of the, or the last of the captain re-release trilogy, if you will. But unfortunately we had to pull it very fast because what, what happened between us, so let's go ahead and I, I'm springing this on you. Literally, he doesn't know anything about this story now. Let's go ahead and uh, relaunch it. And we will say it will relaunch on January 20th. January 20th. Oh, that's a great day. Wait, why? Why? <laughs> January 20th? Yeah, tell me. Are you just, well, being, are you just being an asshole? No, I'm being serious. <laughs> Wait, tell you me know why. What happens on the twentieth? No. We get a new president. Was <laughs> oh, that January twentieth? That's right. The oh shit! Oh ends. wow! It, the new it begins. Wow! So not only can you celebrate a new president, you can celebrate a new comic book. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Captain Ahol's Guide to Customer Service. You know. We didn't. We, I don't think we ever really truly talked about it. We talked about it briefly in one of our past episodes, but I don't think we really gave it the right treatment that it deserves. Uh, so I'll just kind of quickly touch on that. Captain Ahol's Guide to Customer Service is probably one of the best works of Mr. Mike Hampton. Uh, it is incredibly hilarious. I, 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 it was. It's, it's, it's just so funny and it's so well written and it is so witty. And if it is, and I'm not just saying this to butter Mike's ass, I promise mm. you that. Uh, oh, I know I he like likes his ass butter. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. But uh, that is definitely not what I'm trying to do. It, it's just, it's so great. It was such a great read. Um, and bringing it back, you know, and, and I've told a story 
thousands of times and I'm going to keep telling it, you know, that book is so impactful to where me and Mike are, because if that book doesn't exist, there is no me and Mike. Uh, so, uh, and there's no Mike being on this show. There's so many different things that don't happen. We, you know, the special 20th, if you will, anniversary celebration of this character comes to an end with Captain Abel's Guide to Customer Service. There's some great Easter eggs. And what's so great is more or less everybody has dealt with some sort of customer service, I would say. Would you agree with that, Mike? I would think most people have had a job at some point in their life dealing with the public and customer oh, service. Yeah. Totally. And you say some things I think all of us think. <laughs> yeah. That's my, that was my whole intention with the book is, you know, Captain always can say what we're all thinking, but we can't say it because we'd get fired or we'd get attacked or we'd get mm -hmm. socked in the face, whatever. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the man behind the paper bag mask is that voice inside of all of us that wants to, to tear down the customer to what they rightly are. Dude. Dead on, dead on. It's, it's, yeah. So that will be available uh, on uncledadcomics.com on January 20th. Um, what do you, here's an idea. Let's, to kind of, to celebrate the return of that and also to celebrate Inauguration Day, let's do, let's do free shipping that day. If you buy it that day, you will get free shipping uh, on, on the release day of January 20th. Let's do it. So no promo code. All you got to do is just go buy it on that day. And you will get free shipping. All right. That's it. Only that's on the twentieth. So January twentieth. That's our gift to this nation on inauguration <laughs> day. It's free shipping from the the greatest postal service in the world that no one should ever try to take down. No one should try to take them down. No, no one should try to take them down. No one. No. We way. love the post office. We do. I mean, especially in what we do, right? Yeah, <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah. So please, January twentieth, uh, Uncle Dad, Uncle Dad Comics dot com, Captain Ahol's Guide to Customer Service, and then that will be the last one of the re-release trilogy. We are working on some ideas, and you know, this episode is about kind of what twenty twenty one looks like. Uh, some of the ideas that we are working on is a possible trade for those three i think we talked about that briefly mike so we might bring him back yeah we might bring him back this year as well as a full trade so if you don't pick them up just know there's one more opportunity coming around the corner to get them all in one collected book and who knows maybe in that collected book maybe michael throwing some different art and different like treats in there if you will i might if i'm in a good mood if, you know, if I don't have a headache, have a headache. Yeah. 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 exactly. We're on the same page. Yeah, exactly. No exactly. pun intended. No, hey. Um, yeah, so awesome. Uh, some of the things we will talk about with the future or this 2021 year, we are going to do our best, absolute best, to keep uh, the show going weekly. Uh, Mike, hopefully you agree with that. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we're going to look at and we talked about it briefly, Mike, in the past, but during the week of our one-year anniversary, which is going to be in May, um, we are going to attempt to break the Guinness World Record of podcast streaming. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. I'm not joking about that. We're going to try. I've, I've I can already. Tell. Uh, I see that look in your eye. I know that's, <laughs> that's the serious, not joking eye. Yeah, I sent uh, I sent them the request to get the information going for that. So right. once we get once we get that information going and how we can do it, we are going to attempt now uh, to kind of give people some understanding of that. When that time comes that we can do it, hopefully for that one year anniversary, it is going to be 78 hours of non-stop podcasting. That will include me 
uh, Baby Gabe, Mike Hampton, uh, maybe a bunch of other guests we'll have on the show. We're going to have to uh, have some other guests. <laughs> no, one can talk. No, not... I, no one in their right mind is going to listen to just us fucking buffoons for three, three, three days. days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if we, up for here. but if we achieve, we achieve it, Mike, you will have your name in the Guinness World Book or the Guinness Book of World Records, and then my That's... life will be complete. I mean, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I can go to the forest, lie down, and let an animal, a predatory animal, eat me, and be okay. oh, really, really, yeah, I can okay. let that happen. I mean, I think it would be awesome, man, to have a plaque with our names on it, and it oh, says that we did that. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, there's the, a plaque involved. Then let's do it. The hell yeah. yeah! No, I mean, then we can say you know we hold this record. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why not? Um, so yeah, so those those details are coming, but they'll be during the week of our um, one year anniversary. Um, once we get closer to that, then again, that's gonna be May. Mike, be prepared because that is this is no joke. We're gonna do this. <laughs> will, it be, will it be live? It has to be. It, it has, has to be, be live. live. It has to be live and recorded. Um, so basically, it'll be. Again, nonstop, and we have to figure out how we're going to do the the uh, the server. You know what I mean? The cloud storage because that's going to be a lot of cloud storage because it has to be recorded and it has to be streamed. So we're going to see how that works. <laughs> wow. Okay. But you know, just get your gears going. Think about that. Uh, sure um, yeah, man. Uh, and other other things. Uh, is there any thoughts on? Anybody you would want to try to have on the show this year, if you want to talk about it. I mean, there's no guarantee, yeah. but yeah, I, I definitely have some thoughts on some people. Um, I want to have some comic book artists. Okay, you, you know, can't say any so names. We, can't say any names. We can talk about comic book art. Um, okay. what about uh, what about uh, Neil Adams? Neil Adams, we're working on that. Yeah, uh, Neil Adams working on. Uh, I'm working on two Italian artists as well, um, and I don't know if anybody in our circle knows Jim Lee, but that'd be cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, will... I know a guy who knows Jim Lee. I know a guy who I was who was a guest. Uh, someone I would like to have on as a guest is, and I'll have to talk to him. But uh, but John Dalmayan, who's uh, own, owns Torpedo Comics. Mm-hmm. And is also the drummer of System of a Down. Uh, has yes, also released yes. a book, a, a comic, uh, this year, and um, Jim Lee did one of his covers. He's got variant covers, but anyways, um, my something something we're gonna to work get on. Him, get him in here. Yeah, let's get do it. Let's here. do it. See what we can do for that. We do have some. Uh, we have some actors coming in. Uh, I do have a announcer you haven't heard yet, Mike, and I'm throwing on you, <laughs> as I do. We will have another one of the AMC comic book men on our show. Uh, our very first major guest next to you, Mike, was uh, um, the amazing uh, Ming Chen from AMC's comic book men. We are going to have another, uh, another I don't want to say actor, but another person from that show, reality show, on our show very soon. Uh, we are going to have Mike Zapsik on the show. Yeah, he's just, uh, he's the, uh, one of the, he was the third lead in that TV show. And he uh, he is uh, he works at the comic book shop that was entirely on that show. Remember that show was based upon uh, Kevin Smith's comic book shop. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, it was Kevin Smith's comic book shop. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. He was he works there, and he was in the reality show for X amount of years. And uh, he has his own podcast studio, and so his partner 
uh, Ming Chen was uh, on our show. He was our first major guest we ever had. And uh, yeah, we're going to have Mike Zapsik on the show very, very soon. This guy knows his comic book shit very, very well. I mean, he's mm. like, he's no, yeah, he knows a lot. He's met a lot of the major people, George Perez, Jim Lee, John Romita Jr., you know, the main, the, some of the main people, Neil Adams, yeah. uh, Denny O'Neill before he died, Stan Lee before he died. Uh, so many great people he's worked with. And I think it would just be amazing to talk to somebody who has such great knowledge and also just, you know, got to meet some of the legends I think are going to be kind of forgotten about. Like, I, I think a lot of people don't know Denny, Denny O'Neill that well. Denny O'Neill, I mean, you can't have Batman without him, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, Neil Adams, too. I mean, Neil Adams is one of the greatest, I think, comic book people, period, right? Yeah, I mean, he definitely was a huge, huge staple in, in Batman, for sure. And still is like one of the most, I don't know, one of the greatest. I would consider Neil Adams one of the greats, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, he's probably up there with Jack Kirby, I'd probably say, with that group. Well, I mean... I <laughs> you wouldn't say that? Kirby's what? Well, just because of what Jack Kirby created, I mean, like, you know, but Neil, created... Neil took those characters and like changed the game. Exactly, he took them. See what I'm saying? Oh, stop it! Well, you know, don't you be a don't be a dick. You can't change me. <laughs> I can't... Listen, I love Neil Adams. I'm all about him, and I I wouldn't put him in the same category as Jack Kirby, but that's me, and I'm entitled Speaking, to what I think. You're right. Speaking of Jack Kirby, tell us about your hat. Oh. You noticed. Um, so I'm wearing a Jack Kirby hat that I uh, made for uh, for Bart Bridge. Yes. So we did a, I designed a bunch of patches for a company called Bart Bridge Clothing. And um, we do mainly. We record, uh, we record our episodes there. We mention that every week. So if you don't know what that is, come on now. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, there's the COVID brain again. COVID brain. Uh, it's like, yeah, I forgot about, I forgot that we recorded all our shows there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, jeez. Uh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, <laughs> So we most of the hats that we've done are location, cities, places, and then we've done a few variant lines, and one of them is uh, artists. And so we've got like uh, Banksy and Silverstein and Walker, and but the one I'm wearing is my favorite, and it's a Jack Kirby, and so it's got a little bit of of the artist flair, and so I got the Kirby crackle going on. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm in his name. You need to do a, a Ramita one, a Ramita with his line work. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at a John Ramita signed Amazing Spider-Man 50 right now. Oh, wall. look at that fucking <laughs> name drop. Yeah. Uh, yes. So that whole tangent just kind of came out of nowhere. But yes, so you can get his <laughs> you can get his hat at uh, BartBridgeClothing.com, uh, right? Or BartBridge.com. BartBridge.com. Or, or you can go to the store, correct? Or you can go to the store. Yeah, and the yeah. store is located where? 5540. College Avenue in beautiful Oakland, California. Yes. Uh, so, Mike, you know we've got some future plans talked about. That's great. We talked about COVID. Let's talk about something even more fun. Have you written during your time? Did you read any comic books? I mean, I know you said that you were down, but if, did you have you read any comic books at all? You know, I read. And you can't say your own. <laughs> I read. I didn't read my own this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> I was actually catching up on books that, that I'd had purchased prior to. COVID, so nothing new. Like I no, just was finally reading the Three Jokers comic. Thoughts, thoughts, real fast. I think it's great. I love. It's I really, one of the best Batman stories, huh? 
Yeah, I love the yeah. art. I love the the pacing, the layout, um, the coloring, uh, yeah. the story. It's so well done. Yeah, I haven't finished yeah. the third book yet, but okay. I'm really enjoying it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I I, rec- I recommend that one a lot. I think Throw Three Jokers was such a, I mean, it was such a crazy. I mean, I don't want to ruin anything, but it was it's such a great story. Just if you haven't read it yet, go read it. It's available in trade now too, so you can just pick it up the trade and go. Because honestly. I do think it was a little, I don't know if you know about this, Mike, but they did like nine or like 12 covers for each book. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it was like nine or 12 because you had three Jokers, you had three Batmans and three um, Robins, I think, on each of them. I can't remember, but I don't don't own them all. I only own one of each, you know what I mean? Not one of each, but one of the main. Um, But And then then you can buy the variant covers, more variants that have all those nine covers on it on one cover but available in black and white or gold. I mean, you know, it's the simple, you know, grab, you know, they're, they're money grabs. I mean, they are, but uh, yeah, three jokers was great. Did you read, uh, did you finish uh, death metal? I haven't. No. Okay. So I didn't finish it yet because the new book just came out, but yeah. I wanted to tell you um, death metal sets up the new thing called future state. Have you heard of that? I've seen, yeah, I saw that on the, the I get my comics at, uh, when I'm in Oakland, I get them at Cape and Cowell, and I've seen the promotions for Future State, but I'm not sure what's going on, but it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. So Future State is the, um, basically what happens, it's the aftermath of death metal in, in the universes, right? Mm. And um, I haven't finished reading them all yet, but I did finish reading the most important one, I think, so far, and that was the Batman. next Batman. Yes. And do you know you know who Batman is now? No. Uh, can I, t- I can tell you, right? I don't know. Can you tell? Is that a spoiler? No, because I mean, it's right at the gate. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) For those who don't know, Batman is now the son of Lucius Fox. Uh, Lucius Fox is the... um, How would you describe Lucius Fox? I guess you would say what, the inventor? Not the inventor. I guess you would say the inventor, right? He's like the brain child of Wayne Enterprises, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess you would say that. It's his son, Luke Fox. And... um, so that means, yeah, Batman is officially, uh, he's a black, black man. Batman. He's a black Batman, yeah. Um, black man or black Batman? <laughs> black Batman. <laughs> oh, wow. um, yeah, it's it's good. It's, um, I can't, on top of my head right now, I can't remember who wrote it, and I, I apologize. But um, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll use that now all the time. <laughs> um, the only complaint that I had, personally, is that it's two fucking comics in one, and it doesn't tell you that. So you get it, and it's super thick, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wow, this is going to be crazy as a long story, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only like 24 pages, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is some other random story. of the like Outsiders. I saw it. Wasn't it The Outsiders? I think so. No, no, no. It was the – it's for that new game coming out, Dark Knights or something like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's something connected to that. See, I did see in the promotion on the comic book shop's website that uh that it was there was they put on there that there was two stories in there but uh yeah I guess it but it's not on like the co- yeah it's not in the book you don't know that yeah yeah it's not on the cover for sure sneaky. Um, very sneaky and i was like dude i don't care like i don't care about these characters for me i didn't care maybe somebody else might but i was like eh, yeah you don't want everyone to be forced into something do you you know exactly it's like oh okay because then that also makes me feel like oh did you put this in there only because it's not very good, you know what I'm saying? And the way that you're going to get people's attention is because, oh, it's the new, you know, it's the new Batman. You know what I mean? Mm. Did you? What else did you uh, 
Did you read anything else that was good at comic book wise? I started the new the Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's 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 uh, what's his name? D. Cates, Donny Cates, right? D- Donny Cates. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, it's three storylines running at one time, uh, in the book. Uh, mm. so it's it's basically what you would consider pre Batman and Catwoman together, Batman and Catwoman together, and then post Batman and Catwoman, all happening in in okay. one book. It's pretty good, man. The the twist at the end is pretty interesting. You find out who Catwoman's talking to. It's pretty cool. Um, it is a little bit hard to catch everything because it is again three stories. I'm sorry, I said Donny Cates. I'm so wrong. Uh, it that's it's Tom King, the legend Tom King, who's doing all the Batman right now. Yeah, mm. so Tom King, and then the art okay. is done by a Clay Man. Yeah, it's it's interesting, dude. Well, I was just gonna say the one book I do want to shout out, and uh, I have shouted out before on, on our Instagram page, is um, Crossover. If you haven't read Crossover yet, that is written by Donny Cates. Is that a basketball book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Dot, dot, dot. bad joke, sorry. David Gabe, insert a uh, rim shot right now. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but what I will say is, what if comic book characters, right, literally came out of the page, but not in the way of something good? They just, just out of nowhere, a comic book blew up and heroes, heroes and villains now live in our world. And what mm. they did was to, and this is a ruining thing, but what they did to, um, to I guess, protect it, wherever, wherever the town was, they put like a dome over it, if you will, that a superhero made to save the world. And um, yeah, it's like that one, that one TV show, I can't remember, but it was a Stephen King uh, book. Yeah, they created that. And now there's like, it's like, it's, it's very much a parable, I think, to uh, racism, police brutality. A uh, lot. There's lots of crazy uh, parables in it, so I would definitely recommend reading it. Uh, and you'll you'll see like uh, it's from Image Comics too, so you'll see like other characters appear in it. Like I can't ruin that at all because there's some really great characters that appear in it. But yeah, so crossover by Donny Cates. It sounds familiar too. Did you ever read 1984 from Marvel? I didn't know. It came out like 10 years ago or something, but it was basically the, the characters from Marvel come out of the comics and into the real world and stuff happens and it was really really cool and really well written and, and drawn. Oh, okay one thing i i read which is oh. not a comic but came out right before the holidays or right as the holidays were starting and they got a copy was the matthew mcconaughey <laughs> book his book hey. uh green well i have to say Lights, green well Light. all right all right all right tell me about it and he tells a story of no how way that famous <laughs> phrase came came to be I, I I like him as as a person. I like his later movie career. I mean, he's a fascinating guy, and his perception on the world and people and his upbringing is just really is he's just a fascinating person. Um, so I was totally like, yeah, I want to read this book, and it's got like little notes that he's written and little insights and just tons of crazy stories. The guy's had a wild life, and he tells a story of how his famous, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> came to be and i actually have a sign it's a signed copy so you must be careful and don't get anything now okay so we are going to wrap it up soon but before we do we talked about comic books but now we got to talk about one last thing now you have not seen it yet wonder woman 84 yeah, are you planning on it. it or not yet i don't think i'm gonna waste my time with it okay <laughs> i've heard nothing but disgust and disdain about i that think movie. okay this is my thoughts is it the best movie no is it 
Wait, it's not the best. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck. It's not the best. No. <laughs> um, I, okay, so I thought the action sequences were pretty great. I think when they when the action came, it was awesome. But I think the problem was, in my opinion, when it comes to that movie, one, and I'm sure you heard it, the storyline is kind of all over the place, and it's a little too much Diana Prince and not Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? Because you go, it's like, it's you know, what it makes me think of it's like remember Spider Man three, though the last Toby Toby Maguire one. Where it was more about Peter Parker than it was yeah. Spider Man. It's like, dude, nobody cares about Peter Parker. And you know what else kind of bugged me? Uh, again, I might, you don't know, so I'm not going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's certain things that just bug me about that movie, like of uh, Wonder Woman. It's just story, the story decisions don't make sense. The ending doesn't make sense. The major romance doesn't make sense. The reason why that romance exists doesn't make sense. There's just lots of things that don't make sense. But you know what did make sense? Gal Gadot is so hot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's not, no one's taking She's that away. She's easily one of the most beautiful but I, I don't know. If, oh, my God. <laughs> sure. But I feel like, you know, that can only go so far in a movie, you know, like, sure, if you just want to stare at a pretty girl. But isn't that kind of the thing with most of the DC movies is their story is just too much. It's just all over yeah. the place. And it's just not a, a real fluid story that, that nope, makes no. a lot of sense. And I think... Um, now I, I could be incorrect about this, but I know uh, Zack Snyder produce produces most of their movies now. And I think Christopher Nolan is like a consulting producer, maybe. And I think when you think about DC movies, obviously the big one is you know Batman Begins and whatever, right? All those movies. You know, Christopher Nolan rewrote that book, yeah. right? They were amazing. Were great. Yeah. Um, but I think, in my opinion, Zack Snyder, you know, he did Three Hundred, which was great, right? And he did, and yeah. he did, in my opinion, and probably the greatest comic book movie ever made, uh, Watchmen. I mean, he did that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I feel like those two successes don't count for the rest of his career because, to me, nothing ever hit after that. And he didn't direct yeah. all of them, but like he's a part of all of them. I mean, look, Justice League. Honestly, I was excited about the the. We talked about it with me and Baby Gabe once. I was excited for the Snyder cut for Justice League, but Baby Gabe has a great point. It's gonna be it's gonna be the same shit, just with added shit. That's not going to be any better. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you pile shit on top of shit. It's still yeah, like like, like it's it's great that you're going to see certain characters that you didn't get to see, and you're going whatever, and you're going to get more plot lines. But at the same time, and I think Baby Gabe had a good point at the time. At the time, I disagreed with him. Was you know, it's like why go and just add to that? Like, my, make a better movie. You know what I mean? Like, just or make use those resources and let's make another movie, right? Or why not just make an, an entire yeah. new Justice League movie? I think you don't make a bad movie better by just adding more flashy right. things because i think a lot of those movies are just made to have cool scenes and like all right let's have a scene where superman comes in and right, fights right. this person and it doesn't and then you write the story to fit that cool right. looking scene and that's that's just that only takes you so far right and i think um the only really dc eu movie i liked was uh shazam i thought shazam was a lot of fun honestly you might like it it's pretty fun it's a lot of fun it's really funny mm -hmm. too and it's a great like um like if you have a partner who's not really big into comic book movies, they'll like it because it's super funny. Mm. It's just a really good time. Yeah, so I, I really recommend Shazam. And then Black Adam's coming out soon with with The Rock, yeah. and you know The Rock is great, but is he going to be able to save it? I don't know. We'll see. We'll indeed. See. Speaking of Christopher Nolan, I did watch Tenet over. The... Let's talk about that really fast. Yeah, I saw I saw it in theaters. You went well, to not the theater? recently. <laughs> mm. Well, how long has that movie been? I mean, out? technically, it's been out since what summer, but. You know, nobody saw it. <laughs> uh, in oh. the county that I live, movie theaters opened up briefly. And when they did, 
I had to go because I, I, the movie theater is like my church. I, I love going there. So I just had to go with a, with a pal of mine and, you know, we did everything we needed to do, you know, and there was no, literally nobody in there besides me and this person. So him and I were just mm. like, dude, this is great. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. Tenet, for, like, let me tell me, tell me your thoughts first. Yeah. Without any spoilers. I thought it was well, very well mm-hmm. shot. The scenes were looked amazing. The music was amazing. I thought the story is yeah. really cool. And I was lost most of the time yeah, I was yeah. watching it. Uh, when it when it comes to full circle, yeah. right? You're just like, oh wow. <laughs> well, kind of. I didn't even quite get it. I had to read, and then once I read what that was, and then I understood. It. I was like, oh. And then I was like, wow. But I had to go and like read what online what I saw because it was just too much. Maybe it was my COVID brain, but it but it was too much for me to. I thought Tenet had a very original idea. And this doesn't ruin anything, but the the I, the way they use time is very interesting to me. Like the, yeah. it was the way, yeah. yeah that, and when you think about how time is used and how time is represented physically, it's just how, right? Like how, yeah. I, I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody because it's, it's an experience for sure. But it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah. When you watch it, you just think about the think about those concepts and think about those ideas. It's like. If that ever happened, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought it, I mean, it was definitely entertaining and made me think about time in a whole different way and what time travel could be like yeah. in a whole different way. So um, I wouldn't, I definitely would say watch it. But uh, the one thing I read about where it, where it kind of helped explain the plot was said you watch it three or four, or maybe five times, and then you'll really get it. And I was like, I could see that, and I have. To <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, you had COVID, so you could just watch it over and over again. <laughs> uh, I did watch a lot of Cobra Kai. I have yet to watch that. I, I hear it's, it's fun. fun. I hear it's like it's. I hear it's kind of cool to see him back on the big on, on the screen. Okay, well, you know what, Mike? Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. But I gotta, I gotta ask you something. We don't have a guest today, and that's totally fine. What, what would you recommend our listeners read this week? Matthew McConaughey's book. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love it. I mean, it's it's fascinating. He's a one of the biggest actor slash movie stars of our generation, and it's slash, a, slash stoner, super stoner. Yeah, and yeah. you know he's a real dude, and it's yeah. uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. I highly recommend it. And that was the name of the book again. Green lights. Green lights. Yeah, it's like, talk about how you catch when you you know when you go up to a. A stop stoplight, and then the light turns green. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about catching green lights. And then sometimes mm. you get stopped at a yellow or red light, which then eventually turn green. Um, but it's just all about how you catch those green lights in life. And what okay. to watch. You know, it's it's yeah, it's 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 cool. It's a it's a there's layers there. I like it, man. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, uh, thank you for coming back. We are back on track. Uh, we, we will be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure who we'll have on the show, but even if we don't have anybody, I have some ideas. Yeah, Mike, uh, thank you again. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy birthday. to being 29 again. That's right. I'm going to go party. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go party by myself. <laughs> Everybody out there, uh, for the first time in 2021, uh, love each other, respect each other, and we will see you next week. Thank you.